Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America, East Coast, down South, Midwest, mountain states, over the ocean, under the ocean, everywhere. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. Regardless of where you're at, you can always listen on the free Odyssey app, you can tune in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. We got hundreds all over North America. You can lock in on Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you have a smart speaker, it's very simple. We got that covered too. Just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Whatever you call that device, just, just go ahead and ask them to do that. We got a lot to discuss tonight. What else is new? I'm going to be here with you for the next four hours. If you follow me on social media at JR Sport Brief, you'll know everything that we're going to talk about. It's simple. It's a lot of conversations about the New York Jets and their quarterback situation. Last night or yesterday, we shared with you Joe Namath is killing the team. He's killing Zach Wilson. Well, Aaron Rodgers had some words today about everything going on with the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers, man on mountain, 3,000 miles away from New York, has some words and advice for the New York Jets. There's a quarterback who hasn't thrown a football since 2016. He wants in with the New York Jets. His name is Colin Kaepernick. And a message that he shared with the New York Jets was made public with his permission. And so we'll talk about that. The Chicago Bears, I don't know if they're the same type of mess that the Jets are in, uh, but they probably aren't even in a a much better position anyway. Speaking of better positions, Joe Burrow, all things considered, he still made it through last night's Monday night football game. The Major League Baseball season is basically coming to an end as the the Phillies just seconds ago clinched themselves a a nice wild card berth here. Yeah, we know the the Braves, man, they have owned the National League East all the way through. The Phillies clinched National League wildcard berth for the second straight season as they just beat the Pirates on a walk-off hit. 
Speaking of baseball, an Orioles legend passed away. Brooks Robinson, no longer here with us. Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis getting real loose, uh, accusing the Patriots of doing some more cheating about 20 years ago. Kelsey, Swift. Man, Travis Kelsey getting a, a, a big boost in the Q rating, getting a big boost in the pocket, hanging out with Taylor Swift. Deion Sanders continues to talk, saying that we are turning the page from our ass whooping. And then Damian Lillard, nope, still hasn't been traded. Not, not yet. So we got a lot to get into here over the next four hours. If you want to talk to me at any point throughout the process, it's simple. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Shep, how you doing this evening, man? You good? I'm doing better, JR. How are you, my friend? Good. You doing better? Well, we, who, we need to whoop somebody's ass. Uh, no, no it's, a, it's a long story. We could do two shows on uh, my mind. Uh, let's just put it that way. But it's always good to be with you, JR. How are you, okay. man? Uh, it's good to be here with you as well. Two. What's the, today's Tuesday? Yeah, it's today's Tuesday. Speaking of two. They, are we done with the uh, the two first for Monday Night Football? Are we done with that crap yet? I, I hope so, man. Why? Why? You don't like it? So it's, it's overload. And the games suck. Yeah, you got a good point. You got a good point. I I, I can't tell you anybody uh, yesterday interested. I mean, of course, if you're a Rams fan, if you're a Bengals fan, if you're playing fantasy, I, I'm sure you're interested in the games and and the points that you would accumulate for your fantasy. Uh, the, the, the Eagles went out there and smacked up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I get it. And so here's the deal. The NFL has a new rights agreement with ESPN, ABC, Disney, whatever you want to call it. And as a part of that, ESPN, ABC, they have a chance and an opportunity to broadcast more games. And since, and by the way, the writer's strike ends in, uh, you know, at midnight tonight. Uh, but because of the writer's strike, we also had more games that have been simulcast pretty much on, on ABC. One game's on ABC. Another one is on ESPN. And I, like you, Shep, I'm like, who, why do we need all of this? You know, it was, I, I, don't, I don't know what to call it. You know, when, remember when we, the, in the pandemic where they had to reschedule all of these games? And it was one point in time where there was NFL football like every day of the week. It was like Wednesday football and Tuesday football. And it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But throughout the course of a regular season, like let Monday night football be a Monday night. Let it, let it shine. Give it, give it a game. And I know there's, there's football overload. We got Sunday night football on NBC. We have Monday night football. We have Thursday night football. Remember this. We're going to have Friday football for Black Friday just so Amazon could try to sell you some stuff before the holidays. It is just way too much. We used to just have Monday night football. That was the premiere. And now we got we got too much. And then we're going to have Saturday games and I get it. The NFL is making crap tons of money. We got a 17-game schedule. We got tons of players that people are interested in. But, I mean, look look at all the injuries that we've already had 
so far this season. And so to, to think that moving into week four, I think yesterday was the last day of these stupid Monday doubleheaders until we get to the holidays. And it is true. And, and Shep, you tell me if this matchup is exciting. Monday night football, Seahawks and Giants. Ooh, um, you know what? It's, it's intriguing because you feel like the Giants have underachieved. You feel like Saquon is going to be at least relatively healthy, so they're going to be a much different team. You feel like I don't the even sto- know if he's going to play. Fair man. enough, but but I'm I'm optimistic because he, I understand he had that press conference written for him when he decided to come back and play for the, you know, the franchise tag. Um, you know, he you really do feel like he has the best interest in the team at heart. And I will also say the story of Geno Smith continues. I believe what he has done the last year and a half compared to what he did the first seven eight years of his NFL career has been nothing short of a miracle. There's yeah, been no one punched, like him. Well, that too. punched in the face by your own team. Yeah, that, that, nice that too. I mean, Josh Dobbs doesn't have the season he's having if not for someone like Geno Smith, who kind of paved the way to say, if you're benched for six, seven years, you can still ball. Oh. So I hope the Jets pay attention to that and then I actually give Cap a shot. But yeah, Jared, answer your question. I, I think that's a decent matchup because, and think of it this, Jared, yeah. you have the coach of the year last year. We know he Don't can coach. Know. I just asked Josh Allen. And I, I, love, I love Pete Carroll. I mean, when he's not, you know, passing the football at the five-yard line with Marshawn Lynch. But other than that, I love Pete Carroll. Man, I want a premier game. Okay. I want two, I want, I, that's not a premier game. It's not. No, it's not Chiefs-Bills, Chiefs-Bengals, Chiefs-Eagles, Chiefs-Dolphins. Unfor- I get it. Unfortunately, with this nonsense of uh, – not not nonsense, but with Aaron Rodgers going down, the New York Jets are still plugged in for all these primetime games. Sunday night football is no better. I mean, the, the Kansas City Chiefs just smacked the living hell out of the Bears, and so now the Chiefs move on to another quarterback disaster. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be in New York to take on the Jets. Come on, man. Like, this is going to be a bloodbath for all of America to watch. And and that should have been a premier matchup with Aaron Rodgers and, and Patrick Mahomes and There's going to be so much conversation about Travis Kelsey on Sunday night, especially when the Jets start getting their asses whooped. This is is embarrassing, man. And then what do we have here? What is the Sunday? Oh, see, this is more interesting. And I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. The Patriots and the Cowboys. That's that's a 4 o'clock matchup. That's, I guess, America's game of the week. So we, we got some games. At least we don't have no more stupid... Monday night doubleheaders, uh, but the Seahawks and the Giants, they ain't no better. Uh, actually, I would say the start to the week, Thursday night football, only two nights away between the Lions and the Packers, that's that's probably a better matchup. I- I'll take that game than, than some of these other uh, late night games. Falcons and Jaguars, they're going to be playing out in London. That'll start your day so everybody can wake up on Sunday and watch football uh, should you choose. The Dolphins and Bills, that's probably the best game of the entire upcoming week. They play early, first game of the day or second game. Vikings and Panthers, no thanks. Broncos and Bears, that's a loser's bowl. Ravens and Browns, they always punch each other in their mouth. That should be fun. Steelers and Texans should be a good one unless the Steelers decide to get in the face of C.J. Stroud. The Rams and the Colts, no thanks. The Buccaneers and Saints, eh, Derek Carr might be hurt. 
Commanders and Eagles. It should be good. Commanders trying to show some life. Hey, Shep, isn't the Commanders owner going to be with us tomorrow? You know what? Uh, that the, Yeah, I, I can confirm that. If everything goes according to plan and obviously everything is subject to change with, with this person's busy schedule, yeah. Um, and he's going to have a lot to say about the NBA. I know that much. Not Josh Harris, right? No, no. I think more people would be interested in this other commander's owner, and uh, that should be a big enough hint. It's the, it's the black guy that's in there, right? <laughs> well, it's the guy who uh, arguably was the best athlete in the entire 1980s. Yeah, he wanted he go from Michigan State and got a championship, and then he won a champ. He won a bunch of them. Right? He won a high school championship, a college national championship, an NBA championship, in which he was the best player on the floor at the age of 17, 19, and twenty. It's never been he, duplicated in the history of basketball. He's the best point guard, uh, six foot nine point guard the Lakers have had, right? Not the new one, but the old one. Uh, he, he may be, well, let, let's remove the maybe. Uh, apologies to Steph Curry and his recent comments. Well, he's not a point guard. Steph Curry? Steph Curry ain't no point guard. Man. Well, well, he's listed as a point guard. He's listed as a point guard. He, he's, he is he's, not a, but he's he, not a point well, guard. Well, is Damian Lillard not a point guard? No, he's not a point. He's a shooting guard. Well, but that's but that's but uh, you and I short. But Jerry, you, you ain't got nowhere else to play, but man. You, I mean, you you and I both know this. The the Chris Pauls of the world, the Jason Kids of the world, Rajon Rondo. The, th- those are those are a dime a dozen now. Th- those are obsolete. Those don't really exist anymore. Yeah, no, but yeah, no, but the fact that th- Steph Curry exists to shoot the ball, not pass it or set anybody up. Anybody he's setting up is is coming off of his own shot. Draymond Green is more of the point guard for that team than that dude. So I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you on this, Jr. Look at the career assist numbers of Dwayne Wade. Uh, you know, Dwayne Wade to some degree, but more specifically, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry. When it's all said and done, both those guys are going to be in the top 30 career assist wise all time. They just happen to be, you know, the greatest shooter the of all ball. time. And then, they yeah, the ball all the time. So was Pete. So was Pete Maravich not a point guard? Nah, that guy was a well, <laughs> pistol feet. Nah, uh, it, it's different. Okay. I mean, it's a different time and a different era. If Steph Curry exists. His job, they don't give him the ball and say, dude, go out there and set people up. It's not his job. Draymond Green gets the ball and his darting passes all over the place so Steph Curry can take a shot. He's getting assists based off of the fact that, hey, I, I have the ball and if somebody's challenging me, I kick it out. But he ain't setting people up. Right, but that's but you and I both know that's not the way the it's not a slow down game anymore. It's a push and transition. It's not a, it's not the best shot. It's not the wide open shot. It's the first shot that's available. He's that's the way shooter. the game is played. He's a shooter. He's a guard. great shooter who also plays the point guard position. No, throw that so don't throw that position crap out the, out the window, man. Okay. He's playing point guard so, because he's short. So he's then in Nick, the position. Right. But all things considered, on the basketball court, that's just that saying that he's at the point guard position is a matter of semantics. So, Jr., would you he look is at a shooting guard? Would you look at Nikola Jokic, who was fourth or fifth, and should have been first if he actually played more than thirty-five minutes a game? He was fourth in assists per game this season. We obviously know he is seven feet. The offense yeah. runs through him. He is more of a facilitator, especially Correct. that last season, than he is he's a scorer. He's more of a point guard. Okay, yes, all right. he's more okay. of a point guard. So then your logic is consistent. There's no argument there. If Nikola Jokic you consider to be a point guard, then then then, then what you were saying is uh, there's no holes he in your argument. He runs the okay. point. He is the facilitator. He runs the point from the center position because he's seven feet tall. He is more of a point guard. 
I don't think about point guard because, oh, my God, this is what they labeled him down on a piece of paper. Who is facilitating the offense? Who is facilitating for everybody else on the court to go out there and score? I would consider Nikola Jokic to be more of a point guard of a facilitator than Steph Curry at this point. So then you and I would both agree on this fact. And I understand I understand he's the leading scorer in the history of the sport. Now, part of that is the durability and the fact that he's played 20 years. But LeBron James then is more of a point guard than he is a small forward because he's looking to create more than yes, he is driving down more, the lane or pulling for, up for, for a jump shot. For the majority of his career, yes, he's operated as a point guard, yes. Okay, so then, t- then tomorrow... Mike, honestly, I'd be fascinated if you asked this question. You can ask whatever you want, but I would be fascinated to hear if Magic Johnson considers himself maybe 1B in terms of greatest point guard of all time, not because Steph Curry inserted him into the conversation, obviously, firsthand, but LeBron James, by your definition, is also a point guard. I'm very curious to see what Magic would say about that. Why would I ask the man (laughs) if he's 1? I don't even think he—why would I say 1B? Well— Who's 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 the better point guard of all time, Magic Johnson or LeBron James? I would say Magic Johnson was a better point guard than than LeBron James. Man, gotcha. Magic Johnson, LeBron James does a little bit of everything. He does everything, man. It, even even for Magic, for what he did, oh my God, going out there and playing center, he was he was big. He was he was not saying, oh my God, I'm going to go out here and score like LeBron has at certain points of his career. LeBron James was was destroyed, especially early in his career before he he found success for passing the ball. Why are you not killing like Michael? Why are you not going out there and scoring like Kobe? Like that that wasn't that was never the the thought or idea for Magic that I'm just gonna go out here and just drop points and get buckets. So yeah, I, I think about point guard. Who is helping to set up and facilitate and run the offense? So then John Stockton, in terms of pure point guard, is the second greatest point guard to ever live. Because outside of Magic Johnson, apologies to Bob Cousy, nobody facilitated an offense the way that Stockton did. Yeah, well, it's nice. I can play with a six foot nine <laughs> dude to just say, hey, take the jump shot. Yeah, sure. That's a, that's, that's a fair point, but let's be honest now. When Carl Malone, I understand he was 40 at the time, but when he played with Gary Payton, who wasn't exactly a pure point guard, the numbers dipped a lot. Injuries had a part to do with that. Oh, my but, God. The guy was 40 years old. I know, but look at it. Look and at he his... wasn't. He was option number one, two, three, four. Fair I mean, enough. That That's fair. Shaq and Kobe Rowe is number one and number two, but look he... at Carl Malone at 39 years old with Stockton at 41. And, and tell still, me Stockton didn't still, make a huge difference. He still had solid numbers, but he, he did. Nobody was thinking about him at that point in time. It's like he was a nice feeling. And so it's not so much about what numbers you accumulate and, and what boxes you can check off. Point guard, are you running the offense? Are you helping out to make sure that other people go out there and get their shots? And for Steph Curry, that's, that's not goal or option number one, and it shouldn't be because if you can shoot like that, dude, no, man, shoot the ball. Don't pass it. There's a reason why Draymond Green. Look, we don't want Draymond to shoot. We want him to pass, rebound, and play defense. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll have a nice conversation uh, with Magic Johnson tomorrow. That'll be a fun one. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'll tell you this. The quarterback might as well be the damn point guard. He is the equivalent. The quarterback is the the equivalent to a point guard in the NBA, getting everybody involved. Well, last night, as we just talked about these stupid two firsts, 
Joe Burrow played in one. And Joe Burrow was able to, to help out his team, the Bengals, to gain a victory over the Rams. Well, today his teammates talked about how tough he is for going out there and playing, I don't want to say on one leg, but on a leg that is still improving. We're going to hear from some of his teammates on the other side. We have so much more to do. We got teams clinching. The Brewers just clinched the National League Central. We're going to get into some baseball. We're going to talk about these Jets. Man, we got some college. The Patriots cheating again has popped up. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at WesleyFinancialGroup.com. Someone who didn't exit but certainly showed up and played yesterday is Joe Burrow. Yeah, he played in in one of the two of those Monday night football matchups that even the thought of having to drives me nuts. But Joe Burrow was out there. We know his story. Blusted up or strained that calf at the end of July. uh, Didn't touch a football, didn't play, didn't participate in anything until the first game of the season. And it's it's pretty evident, playing in slop and playing in the rain, that he was he was limited. And so the Cincinnati Bengals start off at 0-2. They're staring 0-3 in the face last night before they went on and, and defeated the Rams. So they pick up their first victory. And there were so many conversations heading into the game as to whether or not Joe Burrow was even going to play. And Joe Burrow, to his own credit, he gave his own explanation as to why he went out there and suited up. This is what he had to say. There is risk to, to go out there and uh, potentially re-injure it, but there's also a risk to go out there and be 0-3. So um, I, I wanted to be out there for, for my guys, and you know I was confident that I would be able to do what I needed to to, to get the win. Oh, sacrifice. Human sacrifice of the NFL. I guess it's a little easier to do when you're making, I don't know what, million a year? Congratulations, Joe Burrow. His wide receiver, Jamar Chase, he was able to go out there and and get busy last night. I think he was on the receiving end of, what, 141 yards receiving. He spoke to ESPN and talked about the, the motivation and being motivated with this dude out there just fighting through this injury. That means be ready, you know what I'm saying? That means be ready and give us all your best. You know what I'm saying? Joe already given us his best, so we have no choice but to follow and, and lead more. Head coach Zach Taylor. I mean, this is, I guess, a tough decision for him to make. To Ultimately, it was going to be Joe Burrow's decision, let's be real. Uh, Zach Taylor kind of echoed what Jamar Chase just said, that the entire team, oh, yeah, they following behind this dude. There's no doubt, you know, and that's what this team has always been about. And, uh, you know, 
Joe's toughness, we're just used to it, you know, so you kind of take it for granted at times because he's he's played through a lot of stuff over the last however many years he's been, what, four years? Is it four years? He's played here four years. And uh, so, again, he's he's always a guy that it's appreciated when your quarterback goes out there and is dealing with something as significant as he was and, and uh, able to battle through it, throw the ball 40-something times. Um, you know, so that was that was really, you know, escaped a couple pressures too and got the ball out of his hand. So that was big time. He's a winner. Come on. We saw this at LSU. He, he knows how to persevere. We saw this from going from Ohio and then and, and getting on the way down to LSU and getting his chance and shining. We've seen the success he's had with the Bengals, helping to take the Bengals from not just being a joke, but legitimate championship contenders. It still sounds odd to say the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Wow. Yes, that that did happen. And they got close again this past season. And so when you hear Joe Burrow talk about, hey, the risk, it was worth it. Otherwise, we have the high potential of going 0-3. He ain't trying to waste the next three, four months of his life. He's trying to elongate it into February. And I, I can admire that. He said that as long as there are no setbacks, his, his calf is going to continue to build up strength. But we all know this, and I get it. He's not a 40-year-old, 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers. It only takes one hit. But it's football. It can only take one hit any damn time. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We have Dr. J calling up from Bloomington, Indiana. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. So good to be able to speak to you again. Thank you. What's up? Well, you know, you were talking about the point guards, and I'm in Bloomington, Indiana, so you know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Isaiah Thomas is that was a point guard right there. Yes, he could score, but he was a point guard first. See, your argument is absolutely spot on because Steph Curry is nothing more than a shooting guard who occasionally passes the ball. Nothing wrong with that. It's just miscasting him as a point guard. Magic Johnson is a point guard. That's a point guard. Isaiah Thomas, that's a point guard. John Stockton, point guard. Uh, Allen Iverson, not a point guard. As yeah, a, guys, a shooting guard, just a midget. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you basketball midget, all things considered, yes. Yeah. So, now, Calvin Murphy, let's go back a little bit. Calvin Murphy was a point guard, okay? And he, you know, he could shoot, but he was a point guard. So, we, we, we go back and his. You okay? Well, what was that about? You find him. My goodness, I'm sorry. My car's messed up here. Oh, okay. But, Take care of that, Dr. J, okay? I got it. I got it. Oh, okay, I'm thank not- you. Okay, okay, wow. That that threw me for a loop. Chef, what you, did he lean on the horn, or is he stealing the car and calling me at the same time? What was that about? I think it was Allen Iverson pulling up and didn't like that midget comment. Oh, that was me. I said that. No, but Dr. J endorsed it, though. You're the host. You can get away with oh, that. Nah, Allen Iverson, he's... Doctor, you know, Doctor, Alan Iverson somewhere having a drink right now anyway. <laughs> Probably. Well, listen, Dr. J's a sixer. They got to stick together anyway. That's Dr. J from Bloomington, Indiana, right? Yeah. Now what he said? Well, he could be covering. You know, he doesn't want to be seen as the Dr. J from, uh, you know, uh, Roosevelt where he was born or, uh, you know, UMass. Long where he Island? Yeah. Because uh, that, that would be a dead giveaway. So he's got, he's got to say he's from Bloomington, he's here, Indiana. He's probably here in Georgia. Maybe. 
855-212-4CBS. Jack is calling from Toronto. What's up, Jack? Yo, what up, Jerry? Every time I get up on here from Toronto, you guys begin at me. I love it. I love it. Um, I came in here to talk about James in Toronto, but we all know that's not happening. Yeah, I was going to say. I got, what if... I, got a, I got a question for you, though, man. Yes. Those are weight Celtics versus 2017 Warriors. Oh, my God. That would have been a banger, wouldn't it? What did what you, you ask got? me? What version of the Celtics? Okay. Get some ear, get some ear stuff. Clean your ears out. Hold on, hold on a second. What did he just say? Did he tell me clean my ear shut? He's, he he's trying to, you know what, Jack, you're from Toronto. Don't give people in Toronto a bad name, man. He's trying to be antagonistic, obviously. His phone, his right. phone is garbage. Right, Jack, he, come on. His phone, hey, hey, Jack, do yourself oh. a favor. I want you to listen on the Odyssey app, and I want you to listen to the quality of the device that you're calling on because it stinks. And you're telling me, hey, you clean your ears out? Your phone sucks, man. What are you talking about? See, you, you, you. Sometimes, Jr., you are too nice, man. Like that's that. I mean, this is Jr. Sport Brief, man. Like he, he's been a national host here for four years. That's just flat out disrespectful. Seriously, Jack. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad he's he's still here. He's uh, he's he hasn't been hung up on. He's no. He can still hear everything we're saying. Hey, Marco Belletti. Yo. Can you believe that guy? The guy called up from a, a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> And he asked the most random question. And then he asked the most random question. We haven't talked about anything Boston sports related. He brings up the 08 Celtics and the 2017 Warriors. Maybe the connection here is the fact that we brought up Steph Curry. It's a it's a question completely out of left field. And that threw that would throw anybody off. And the fact that we can't even hear him, and JR is respectful enough to just ask him to repeat himself, and he's got to go get nasty. I mean, who does okay. he think he is? Bill Belichick? I had to clear my throat okay. out because I, I thought that I was wasn't good for you. Over and pass <laughs> yeah, out I thought that wasn't. Remember, you, you 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 talked about going to see the doctor, and and the the reality is it actually hurts your vo- vocal cords if you clear the throat. Did, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Got it. I did. No, my 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 voice has been crap for like a week now, so it's probably going to take some time for it to to get all the way normal. Gotcha. But anyway, that guy there, oh yeah, it was hilarious. Like he a microwave. He called me from Fred <laughs> Flint, and I, he hung up because he finally he got tired of us. He called me from like Fred Flintstone's phone, and I'm trying to hear what he's saying. And he, I'm like, "Hey, what did you say?" Or oh, clean your ears. I mean, get a better phone. Like, ugh, do better. I mean, I'm sitting here, thousands of dollars of equipment, and I'm talking to the the country, and he's calling me up from uh, I don't even know what he's calling me up from. Yeah, he's calling me up from two tin cans, and he's telling me to clean my ears out. Hey, do better, man. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. Look, I'm going to get some more of your calls. Hopefully you're not calling me from a – what is a – come on, help me out here. What was one of the first methods of communication? Sonogram. Right, guys? Is it sonogram? Tele, telephone? Telegram? Well, there was a telegram yet, but that's not really – Talking. You know, you know, you know, it wasn't Alexander Graham Bell. It was actually someone before him that invented the telephone. The phone guy. Yeah. What? Somebody stole an idea from somebody. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have the correct patent. Get out. No, I'm I'm serious. It was not Alexander. No, I just meant get out. No, somebody stole something from somebody, and then somebody else got better credit. Oh, got it. Got it. No kidding. I know. I know. (laughs) It's just. uh, (laughs) That'd be a first, right? right. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing new here. Just just people (laughs) stealing stuff and, and saying that they did it first. So. That's why the what commanders. That's why the commanders changed their name, right? I don't get it. All right, never mind.
Well, no, no, I want to get it. Well, well, I mean, the biggest theft of this country. Check the microwave. Uh-oh. Here we go. No, Marco Belletti, what did I do? The, no, the, the we're going to talk about I'm not, not saying anything we, controversial. We're going to talk about this, the country? The, yes, biggest theft, with the, microwave. the best of this, the biggest theft of this country was not the Louisiana Purchase. It was the Native Americans that obviously were inhabitant to this land. Yeah. And then the Europeans and the John Smiths of the world and the individuals that went after Pocahontas, which was one-third his age, uh-huh. they, 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 they pillaged and <laughs> took over. And plundered, and and, uh, and not all, but some raped Native Americans. I mean, this is historical documentation. This is the ultimate theft. This is all true, correct. And so a lot of people, they're pushing. This is all true, but Mm -hmm. how are you tying that into the commanders? Because (laughs) that was such a slap in the face for people that have already experienced such hardship and pain. And I know the name. Yeah, and so so to say that red, you know what, I can say red, I can't say the whole name, that red, you know what. Yeah. was very inflammatory and, and blatantly insensitive to a lot of people that relatives okay. have, have, um, have faced all kinds of turmoil. And so it's interesting that you're speaking to a commander's owner tomorrow, and that's probably another question you're not going to touch. But I, I, I just, I, yes. This, there's nothing wrong necessarily with what Chef is saying. Right. He's right with all this. Thank you. Can I go back to the horn beeping, though, with Dr. J? <laughs> because I'm more concerned with how exactly <laughs> the horn was going. <laughs> It also brought me back to when I was a child, my father actually had a car that, believe it or not, when it was cold out, the horn would just beep. So we'd be driving around, the horn beeping, (laughs) all through the neighborhood. And it wasn't exactly a good neighborhood, so when you bring attention to yourself, it was a bit of a struggle, a bit of a struggle. How long was this, like one one winter or was this multiple winters? No. What do you think we're gonna get another car? You just dealt with it. No, maybe the horn. You just ripped the horn out. No, I couldn't. Tried. Didn't work. The thing would just beep. Every time so it was, was cold. This was a recurring thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get lucky when the car would warm up. After a while, it would stop beeping. But when you first start the car, like if you were at somebody's house and they thought like you were beeping to leave, you know, they're like they're waving to you from the door and you're trying to get the car going because back then you had to warm the car up before you yeah, could go. Yeah, yeah. 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 We used to just sit in the driveway and people would be waving at us like, what the hell's wrong with them? And we're like, no, nah, don't worry about it. The car just beeps. And we would drive until you finally got 10 minutes away and it warmed up enough and it would stop beeping. Oh, wow. Man, you know what? Maybe it's uh, an, an error thing. I get in my car, it's pushed to start, but you know, I'm, I'm like, man, did did I leave? Did I pull off too soon? Am I supposed to, you know, let the car sit and warm up for a little bit? I'm, 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 I'm stuck in old days myself. Man. Yeah, don't I'm hit like, the gas too much. You flood the engine, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I worry old about days, the car sometimes. Yeah, it's too many computers and things in the cars now, man. It's just it's the microwave world. And I listen. I'd rather drive a microwave than, than some of these new cars. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's Doctor J. Whatever that guy. I hope that guy's okay. Shep, he said he's from Indiana. Uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Yes. Oh, okay. He might have had just, an old eighty-something Oldsmobile. You never know. That's true. He could have. No single uh, smart that car. That or the the repo man uh, got him. David from possible? Detroit. That's right. He's in. He's in Detroit, right? Yes. He, there's a couple repo men that call the show, but uh, the guy from Detroit's the main one. No, yeah, the main repo man. What a, what a, it's true. What a world. The main repo man who listens to the show and tells us that he's he's on his seventh car for tonight. What a what a world. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to drink some tea before I lose my voice for the whole night. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I certainly appreciate your show. I really think you do the best job on the radio talk shows. First of all, I want to say, man, I enjoy your show because it's a different voice and it's um, I've contemplated calling before. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, we're going to talk about this whole big old mess with the New York Jets. What do Joe Namath, Colin Kaepernick, Aaron Rodgers, and Zach Wilson, Trevor Simeon, what do they all have in common? They're all tied to the New York Jets right now, all of them. We'll talk about this at the top of the hour. 855-212-4CBS. I mean, even in this hour, we talked about what an NBA point guard actually is. We talked about how ridiculous it is to have Two Monday night football games. I'm glad that that crap is over for the minute. We talked about how tough Joe Burrow is. 855-212-4CBS. Dougie calling up from Toronto. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Dougie? How are you, man? Hey, man. I got to apologize for that last guy. You know, he doesn't represent us up here in Canada. Love your show. It's a call-in show. It is a syndicate here in Canada. I listen to it all the time. You do an awesome job. Well, thank you. Uh, you're, you're on the score. On the score. You listen to Toronto on the score, right? Yeah, on the score. Yeah, you know it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I love I love your show. Uh, two things, quick. I, I wanted to talk about the Damian Lillard, but for the Jets, if you guys want a quarterback, go get Tanner Rourke. He played for the BC Lions in the CFL. Dominated every record. He had a great uh, preseason with the Jaguars, but just because who he is and his younger little brother's on Ohio and dominating, this guy's a great quarterback, Canadian. We haven't had a Canadian quarterback. He'd be perfect on the Jets, especially you, you, to run Brees Hall and to get the ball think, to Garrett Wilson. Do you think the New York Jets or the fans would even entertain that? No, they wouldn't because of it's course. just not the name person. Right. But he's your Brock Purdy 2.0. Oh, my God. I'm t- I, I, I feel it. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up yet. And anyone who watches football here in Canada, this guy was an absolute stud. Like, Warren Moon, Doug Flutie type. So I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's saying a whole hell of a lot. But, uh, okay, I think if that were the case, he'd be playing somewhere, right? Yeah, but if, if you just go back to the tape and watch – uh, his preseason with the Jaguars. Watch how he moves that ball. Um, you know, if you right now in the Jets, like you got to take a Dougie, flyer on someone. I'm, so, I'm going to have to take your word for that because I ain't, I ain't going back to watch Jaguars no, preseason. No, I, I understand Jr. But um, you know what? Like that one, that guy's in the weeds, and I think if anyone picks him up, he'll be successful. But okay. my one point I wanted to say. Yeah. What else just you got? Because Basketball, right? Uh, invented by a Canadian. One of the yes, greatest times you, ever James, was yes. 2019 when we defeated that unbelievable Golden State team. That was probably one of the best basketball teams. And uh, in Toronto, it was amazing. So I think we're going to get a Kawhi Leonard type deal. Oh, okay. And and if we can get if we can get Dame dollars, like I'm Dougie's calling it. Like if Dame comes over and the trade's good, and they don't give up Barnes, and they still have Siakam, and you got Pirtle. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Dougie, I don't think so, though. I think it's a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors to ultimately still move him to Miami. Of of course, there's a chance and there's a choice, but uh, I'm not high on that, man. You're you're right, JR, because I think it's a leverage play. So that Miami will come through because now the fact that they're like, oh, okay, he will play for Toronto or somewhere else. uh, If it happens, call me. Hey, if it happens, JR, I'll call you back. And we got the best basketball player in the world, Dennis Schroeder, right? MVP. Oh, okay. So. Not a German guy. All right. Thank you, Dougie. You take it easy. Hey, thanks for talking to me and listening to me out, eh? You do a great job. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never believed that from the get-go. I mean, that it just it doesn't make sense. I mean, if he's going to move to Toronto, why even move? It's not like he goes to Toronto and now he's he has a better chance of winning a championship. I mean, what would it's a lateral move. A whole lot of smoke and mirrors, man. Damian Lillard's probably still gonna end up in Miami. And Miami fans, if I was a Miami fan, I wouldn't sweat it. Hey, let's get the Manny from Flushing. Manny, go quick. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, hey, what's up, man? I can't wait to hear your um, your perspective on, on your boys, the Jets, and and Colin Kaepernick. I will just I will say I will ask Colin Kaepernick for one thing. Yeah. Number one, do you really think the Jets have a time? The Jets have a time. have a, you know, have a time for you. <laughs> they 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 tried. They signed Trevor Trevor Sivian. I love you, Cap, but please, if yeah. I were you, the Jets are not that team. Just I'll, yeah, I'll leave it at that. All right. Thank you, Manny, for calling from Flushing. Yeah, I mean, we had Matt Ryan say, ah, nah, I'm not interested in going to no Jets. And then we got a letter coming out from Colin Kaepernick that says that he would have been interested in in signing on for a spot that Trevor Simeon just took up. The Jets did sign Trevor Simeon to the practice squad. He's likely to be elevated, I'd assume, at some point over the next couple of weeks as he becomes acclimated with the playbook. And the New York Jets are going to New York Jet. Aaron Rodgers is now saying things about the Jets and Joe Namath is crapping on him and Rob Salah is holding Zach Wilson's hand and Kaepernick wants to play. It's a lot going on. We'll talk about it here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.